is Joe Central, episode 24. Up, Hit him with that thing. Back at it again with the Joe Central. We got my boy Ryan Nelson here. We got my boy Jacob. And we about to get to it, man. We about to bring it to y'all with the fucking smoke. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Ryan. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm, a, I'm Ryan Nelson. I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, I live in Milford, Connecticut. We uh, play some adult baseball with uh, Elgin. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm here. I, I'm glad to be here. I appreciate you having me on tonight. Um, hopefully uh, to, uh, you know, enjoy some conversation with you guys. I appreciate you coming, Ryan. You, you in you Tennessee right now or are you in Connecticut right now? Uh, I, so I'm in Milford. I, I just got back from Tennessee not too long ago. Um, you know, got to spend some time with my mama. I love that. You know, my mama, she's, she's a woman. She's, you ain't got to lie. Great, uh, <laughs> so I, she and I, we, we think a little bit differently, but, you know, at the end of the day, I, you know, I, I love, love it. You think logically and she don't. That's what you mean? Exactly. I got the opportunity to spend some time with her, you know, working with Mo and so uh, I, I took that chance and I, I went home for a little bit and got to spend some time with her. Real shit, bro. Wow. Good, bro. Your life is good. amazing, Ryan. With the family, bro. And yeah, bro, I just want to thank you and thank y'all, y'all team for you know taking me under y'all wing whenever I was out there in Connecticut, bro. That was real family shit, bro. To to the debt type shit, always gonna be family, baby. And I'm glad to have you on. Oh hell yeah, baby! You know we're still trying to get you back up there. That's yeah. Hell yeah, I'm thinking 2022 type shit. Whenever all this shit settle down, come up, up, come out the. I'm gonna hold you to that. These years sound stupid. But nah, uh, yeah, let's get into it, bro. So let's go ahead and knock out the big one first. You already know what happened this Wednesday. Joe Biden got inaugurated and shit. So he started signing his executive orders. And uh, yeah. Are we going to skip over the fashion show at the inauguration? Yeah, bro, that shit was lit. I mean, they were was, was stepping. I thought I was watching the Met Gala for a second. And I was then, like, bro, this fucking politics shit is getting more and more fucking like mainstream, just like pop culture. And like the further we get, bro, I it's, mean, like, it's less formal and all. It's like such bullshit. I mean, if you think about it, uh, pop culture has very much subsided this past year like we don't even talk about like what what about the 2020 actual met gala did that happen (laughs) i guess we gotta fit everything into one thing while the cameras are on because we're not recording nobody else i didn't get my euphoria season this fucking year any either so did um, did y'all watch the inauguration like y'all watch the whole shit i watched some of it i watched some of it i i saw like obama (laughs) why you looking like that bro (laughs) (laughs) It was a little boring, dude. It just like it had a couple. It had Bush and then Bernie and uh, what's your boy? You know what I've seen more. I, I haven't even seen the inauguration online. What I've seen is more memes of Bernie than anything. Really? <laughs> That's how uneventful it was. I, I think a lot of it has to do with like. People didn't care. They knew who was going to win. It's been dragged on for for a month now. And at the end of the day, everyone knew what was going down. It's it wasn't a celebration. We're here. We're, here. We're, we're people, right? We're here to work. At the end of the day, like what whoever gets inaugurated in the office doesn't change how I'm going to reflect myself as a human. Exactly. So I'm still going to show up to work. I'm going to work my ass off, and I'm going to keep doing what I do. Because that's just, that's just how I am, you know. 
You know me, Elton. That's how it is. We show up, we work our ass off, and we go about our day. No matter who's in office, we don't give no matter who reflects, what, reflects our country in general, because that doesn't reflect me. At the end of the day, I'm going to do my shit, and I'm going to fucking do the best at yeah. everything I can, regardless right. of it has anything to do with work, my family, my friends, anything. That's just how I am. You know, you I love you my family. Say no matter what, you know, that's how it is. Um, and and that's how I that's how I, I approach everything in life. It has nothing to do with the person that reflects us as a country. It's all about who reflects me as family, friends, and that's how I'm gonna go about my life. That's yep. it. You know, hey, bro. hey I wish more people thought like you. But right now, everybody trying to attach themselves to a president or a fucking party, and they trying to identify as something. But, bro, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we are who the fuck we are. You feel me? And and that's that's as deep as it get, man. It don't matter who fucking office, man. That shit is so far from us. I, and I think I think that's what the general public kind of realized this year. The general public... It wasn't a very like popular celebratory inauguration because I think uh, like the whole country is about done with the like we don't talked about politics more in the past five months than we have in the in the ten years prior to it, and I think a lot of the people, um, most people that would have been you know just excited because it's like oh a new president you know it, it used to be this big like non controversial thing and everybody was just excited it wasn't a big deal. Um, this year, I think everybody has like talked about it, went over it, they're divided on it, and everybody's just ready for the guy to get in the office and do the damn job. Right. Just do the job, and so let's stop yeah. cheering or you know getting mad, whatever whatever side you want. I feel like November was the time. November, December was the time for all that bullshit. Now it's time to actually get to work. <laughs> yeah, I think people are just done. exhausted at this point. Yeah, they're right just right like, out. man, go ahead. And... There's only so much drama people can take. Yeah. They were yeah. like, man, go ahead and sign that shit. Go ahead and sign. Like, let's, let's get into some of these uh, executive orders, bro. What was like some of the first things he signed? I know he signed a plan to, I guess, get a pad to uh, citizenship for 11 million immigrants or something like that. It was something to that uh, effect. It's like mm-hmm. an eight-year guide on steps on how they could become legal citizens now and get you know, their, their rights to vote and you know, get their fair share of housing and stuff like that and start getting their stimulus packages and shit. So I guess he trying to he trying to help people out, but I don't know. But then he also signed some bullshit. You know? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the shit we don't like. <laughs> what you, what's, that, what, what's that bullshit he signed, Ryan? Some shit. Talk about something. Here's the thing. If you're going to stand order that uh, where I, myself, I've full beard, all right? I'm, I'm a fuck man, all right? I identify as a man. You can't, you can't <laughs> put it any other way. Like, I, have a grown, I have a grown fucking beard. I'm a fucking man. That's mm-hmm. how it is. If you're going to show, uh, you know, show up one day and say, hey, me as myself, I say, you know what? I identify as a woman. And show up on a softball field and beat the shit out of a bunch of uh, softball girls uh, on a, in a softball game, that's wrong. Yeah. That's flat out wrong. I, I'm not a woman. I have a dick. I'm sorry. I don't know if that's appropriate to say on your podcast. Yeah, you do, misogynistic. You know, <laughs> it's the misogyny for me. I tell you what, yeah. my, my mama, my daddy, and, and my mama, who, man. 
like I said, she thinks different from me. But at the end of the day, if I would say I identify as a woman, she should say, "By hell, fucking no, you don't identify as a fucking woman." Like, right. and she, she's she she more too far, bro. I don't even say progressive. Like, she's not more progressive than me. She just she cares about human life more than I do. But I still care about human life, right? Exactly. But there, there there's a boundary there. Right, and they're starting to stretch that boundary. So, as a man, like, let me, let me put things in perspective. And this is something my father told me a long time ago. If you're a man, right, and you have a daughter, and there's a man that says, I identify as a woman, and they go into a woman's restaurant, uh, a woman's restroom, right? You have a daughter that's going into that same restaurant. How are you mm-hmm. going to feel about that? You know? I'm going to feel very comfortable with that. It, it's fucked up. Like, there are a lot of creepos out there, right? And, and they do this strictly so that they can, you know, whatever gets them off, do that same shit. They do, and I don't care if you're not one of them, but you, you're still a great, you're able to create that open atmosphere for those people that are fucked in the head, right? right. So that's where it becomes uncomfortable for me. If I would ever have a daughter and someone, some man walked into a, a restroom that was a woman's restroom and said, I identify as a woman, shit, I'd walk straight in there. I'd be the shit Oh, God. That's how it is. Mm-hmm. My daughter, she, she makes me feel uncomfortable no matter where she walks. That's, that's just how I, that's how I think. Yeah, that's man. how I am. That should be your right, bro. If you want to identify as a woman, well, then I should be able to identify with my daughter and make sure she's fucking safe. How about that? Hey, 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 you want to play stupid games, you want, you want to get stupid prizes, you will get it from the wrong man, I'll tell you what. I'm not. There's going to be consequences. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, not a, I'm not a dangerous human when it's, you know, it's you and me, like, we're right. boys. But yeah, if y'all don't know what we're talking about, about and I trust. Uh, Joe Biden signed an executive order stating that uh, if you identify as a woman, even if you are a man, you have the right to compete as a woman and uh, identify yourself as such and get those accesses depending on, you know, how you identify. It's really an LGBTQ community uh, executive order. So, yeah, that's that's where we at with that. So, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um, so, you know, so there's a, there's a spectrum of uh, transgender people. You know, there's people who, like you said, like, you, you, you gave me the extreme case of the guy who just at the age of 35 decides, yo, I'm going to start putting on a dress and growing my hair out and I want to go I want to go fight with the girls and I want to go in the girls bathroom. That's one situation. But then also you could have somebody who's started like hormone therapy at the age of 11. I wouldn't agree with doing that with my child, for example. But some people do that and they grow up. And they, what if they get they, you know, dingling cut off, and they and they do all of the the estrogen um, hormonal therapies to get them looking like a girl, uh, sounding like a girl, talking like a girl, like that, uh, like that new, uh, what's her name that plays on on a Euphoria show? I know I keep talking about that show, but it, uh, she's this transgender girl who started out as a boy when she was young and all of that. So, and and if you if you passed her up on the street. You see slim shoulders, you see built like a girl, looks like a girl from like to the point where like a lot of people think she's actually a very beautiful girl. Um, and 
you can hardly tell. So, what about that? What about that, Ryan? I mean, that's a tough situation, right? Well, if I can rec- look, let me put things in perspective. If I can recognize that it's a man, and I'm going to still apply the same situation, and my daughter's going to a, a restroom, I'm still going to feel uncomfortable. It, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. There are so many bad situations that have created all this madness, right, in this world. So I, I'm not going to think the positive in this situation. I'm always going to assume the negative. And that's mainly just to... Better safe than sorry. You're a protector. You're a man. That's just how we think. My family means everything to me, right? And it's that's not just, you know, blood. That, that, that runs deep. Elgin knows that. With me, it's... It's not just who I who gave birth to me. It's more than that. It's it's the people I play with. It's the people that have, have bled and you know sweated with me day after day. And it's it's just how I was raised. You know, my family is everything, and I'll do whatever it takes to protect them in any way, shape, or form. It's just yeah. how I was born, how I was raised. Mm-hmm. I don't regret any way. How I think. Exactly. It don't matter what. what love, love, love. It don't matter what laws in place. Or who, yeah, and who was the leader? You no, know, my family is my yeah. family. Your morals and your your values are not going to change no matter what the laws are. No yeah. matter what the fuck they say. And and that and that's sort of the thing where I think politicians need to like you know step foot into the real world every once in a while and realize that. You can pass all these laws and you can, you know, you can do these things and they look good on paper. And it's like, oh, you're very progressive. You're doing you're doing the right thing for for the marginalized people. We know that and we get that Um, and we accept that to a certain extent, though, because when it comes time to like, let's say, for example, you go into a wrestling match and there's a, you know, and you're a girl and this dude, this transgender woman. Yeah, it's just, it's not fair. And and if we're going to like let's protect women first and let's say, "Hey, how about somebody who didn't have 18 years of testosterone running through their body, you know, with these big broad shoulders and and you, look, even if you cut the dick off, I'm sorry, you're not getting rid of the bones that 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 they have. You're not getting rid of you, if you actually look into it, the strength difference between a man and a woman is phenomenal. Even when you cut off the testosterone in the moment, you know what I mean? Like if you start doing estrogen therapy or whatever, you still grew into a male's body and you still have a huge advantage over women um, in physical sports. I'm weak right now in my, in my perception of myself, right? So I have my perception of myself. It's, I think I'm weak. And you I compare yourself to one 500 man. pounds two weeks to go. 500 pounds. All right. If you look at me from college, good God almighty, I've got like 700 pounds. There's not a woman on the planet that if you were to put me in the same age, well, there's probably, there might be. I'm not saying that, you know, there's not a woman that can do that. You're I'm speaking on that, most. At my aggressiveness, my, you know, the way I'm built, there is not a woman that could have competed with me at that time in my college, much less me now as a, 
you know, a washed up athlete. It's that they're deadlifting 500 pounds sitting there saying that's weak. Yeah. That's not, it's not weak. It's just, it's ridiculousness. You know, I, I'm not. It's just not logical. Yeah, it's we just, we got to go back to the beginning. Why did we separate men and women in sports in the first place? It's not because of any like sexual reason. It was for their safety. It was, it was literally, for, yeah. Like, you're I, going we to did, get hurt. We did it for the women, I think. <laughs> yeah. I think it was for them. I mean, we know they're strong, but they, they bear children. Like, that's probably the most painful thing you could do is hold a baby for nine months, go through all that trauma, and then deliver that thing out of your body. Come on, bro. We know you're strong people, but we're not about to put you in a physical battle with a man who has testosterone. Yeah, we, like, we are not, literally <laughs> built different. So, uh, the soccer player for Vanderbilt, right? Yeah. She kicked for Vanderbilt. She actually scored uh, mm-hmm. a field goal on yeah. University of Tennessee, my home. You know? Don't get me wrong. I was pissed off about it. I was, I was pissed that Tennessee allowed that to happen. I'm not pissed that she scored the goal. I'm pissed that they allowed that sort of situation to come about. Because, because, it's, really, because it's really just symbolism. Because we know what they're doing. It's just, it's just a symbol. It's, it's, not vir- really, it's not really adding anything. It's, it's called virtue. Anything. Virtue signaling. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that she had the ability to do it. I know that they had some kids sick out with COVID. Whatever. But at the end of the day... If she were to go and try and tackle the guys that she was punting or off towards, good God Almighty, she would be dead. <laughs> Straight up. Care what anyone says, she would have gotten fucked up. That's yeah. how it is. The monsters that play college football, you can't put them in the same realm as, as her. Even the backups, you can't. I would be a backup, and I know 100%. If, if she was in my way and I'm a backup who's supposed to do his job, right? My job is to tackle someone or block someone, right? At the end of the day, I'm doing my job to get that person out of the way so that my teammate can right. score or w- whatever the case may be. So, like, with, with all of this, are they asking us to kind of, I guess – be less masculine and kind of allow them to have a fair shot? Like, is that what they're trying to get at? Like, trying to dilute men? Like, I don't know. I think that's part of it. I think that's more of a feminism thing. I I, I, I wouldn't know. I, I mean, you'd have to ask a feminist. I'm just trying to think, like, a little deeper. Like, why would you want something like that if you're president? Like, do you want men to be less strong so you can control well, them more? Well, I mean, just say you onto it right there. Yeah. You're figuring it out, right? All we're talking. Really creating a, a, a negative energy between feminism and masculinity, right? So how are we supposed to be men with them being women, right? It, there's no logical agreement between the the two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. I, I want to say like, it's like the same thing, like how like these players they tell them not to hit people too hard, but then like you're in the middle of war, like right. you're in the middle of you, a football you game. Can't stop. You that. see a guy coming towards you, you gonna hit him as hard as you can. You don't you're not mm-hmm. thinking about that in the moment. No, I think story. I was in, back in my day when I was in middle school. I, I've been asked to be kicked out of a football game. And I was 12 years old. I'm a, you know me. I'm not a bad kid, but back in the day, I had some anger problems, right? So 
what I would do is when I when I run into kids that I felt that were under that that man feeling, right? I thought they were too soft. Mm-hmm. I would hit them harder than ever. <laughs> and it was terrible. It, I mean, what I did was wrong. I, I'll admit that now. But these two kids, they were oh, no. bigger. They were bigger than me. I, when I say they were bigger than me, I'm like five two. Uh, I can't even tell you how much I weigh. But all I know is I could hit the hell out of someone. That's all I knew. Mm-hmm. My dad taught me how to hit the shit out of someone. I knew how to do that. I was good as hell at it. So these poor kids. Uh, it was at Northeast. I can't even remember the the town it was in, but. We play in these, these schools, and uh, well, we beat the shit out of them. But I ran into this one kid, and I hit him so hard in the stomach, he threw up right in the middle of the field. And they asked nice. me, they, they, Congratulations. they were the refs, I kicked the kid out of the game. Like, he's done. <laughs> what? Wonderful. Yeah, that's what oh, you do. Man. I mean, I, I had, uh, what happened? So we took the ball. I think we intercepted the ball. So the play before, I actually intercepted the ball, right? And I took it into the end zone. There was a holding on the play. Defensive comes back. We don't get the ball. They get the ball. But in that time period, it ends up happening that they get the ball. We intercept it again. They, we take it back. I'm sitting there. I've already clocked one of the players, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, two of their guys are just sitting there at the line of scrimmage, and I'm pissed off. I, you know, I have the anger mentality just, just sitting in it. And I just charge as hard as I can, head first into one of these kids' guts. Clear them. Wait, during the play? <laughs> Where, oh, well, we had just, we had just, almost just scored, right? We're, we're almost in the end zone. The, the play's over. Like it was an illegal hit. It wasn't illegal. It was technically illegal, but refs never blew the whistle. Right. Yeah. All right. Played to the whistle blow. Then you did. It wasn't, it wasn't illegal, but like in in sports, you're like, all right, the play is over. You know, play was over. But I, I, you know, my the rules are the rules. Rules are rules. I was. Uh, you was in within the rules. I don't know. Remember? I mean, yeah, yeah. You, he was in within the rules, but then at the same time, it's like sometimes both teams know when the play is over, and he knows that too. That's all why knew the play was over, but I just sat there. I saw the two kids. Right. I was just like, I'm gonna hit one of them. Right. Right. I mean, you weren't you weren't wrong. You weren't wrong at all. No, you weren't wrong. One of my coaches was like, fuck "You trying to fuck? You had bad intentions." It's like, oh my god, what did he just do? Right. Like, that's just how it was. Um, you get like that, though. I'm from the South, you know. It, yeah. it, we were taught from a young age, like, be ruthless. Fuck somebody up. Yeah. My dad yeah. taught me from a young age. Like, I'm in agreement. The, the more brutal the hit, the louder the crowd. That's what I remember. You're on top, right? How it is. That's how that's how it should be. There should be nothing wrong with that. If, if they if they got caught slipping, they got caught slipping. And, and, and if... And, <laughs> To bring it back to the women thing, if there was a woman on the field, you would have not done that. Like as as much as anger, I mean, I don't know. I didn't know you as a kid. I didn't know you as a kid. You but might have. You might have, but we can. We, it's safe to say most people would not put yeah. their hundred and ten percent. They would not. I'd be so scared to hit a girl, bro. Back in the day, uh, this team, the the Bobcats. I, 
they were in Central. Central, I think, is what the school's called. I, I can't remember. But back in the day, so they had a girl on their team, right? So my dad even told me, he goes, look, if she wants to play football, you treat her as you would any other player. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, bro, go on the field. I asked him briefly, I go, do I hit her or not? And he was just like, she wants to play football. You treat her how to play football. The game does not change for one person. Exactly. That's exactly how I was taught. I'm not going to – I didn't want to change. You know, I I wanted approval essentially of can I hit the shit out of this girl? Exactly. If she wants to play on the same field as me, can I beat her ass? All right, flat out. That's how it was. And when it came down to it, I ended up having to go against her. I fucked her up. <laughs> I, hey, hey. It, wasn't, it wasn't my intention to hurt a girl, but if she wanted to play football, which she did, and she loved it. I ended up asking the girl, I go, do you love what, you, what, you're, what you're doing playing, playing football? She goes, I fucking love this. I go, okay, I don't care. Great. I feel comfortable now that I just actually laid your ass out five or six different times. In the game, that's how it was. She wanted it, she got it. Like, that's as you want to live a certain life, you live your life. I'm not opposed to that. I don't care what you believe in, I don't care what you do. But if you want to play a game with men, if you step into my life, I'm going to continue living mine of a man. And I gave her that respect. Okay, I think, I think we all, I think everybody in this room agrees. That well, in, in your room too, because <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I would, I, I would like that if a woman wants to play a sport and she hops in that fucking fire, she gotta be ready to get burned. I would like to talk to someone <laughs> who disagrees with me. With I me on think, this, I think everybody's in agreement with that. I've heard, I've heard some super liberals talk about it. That's all it is. But nah, what else we got? We got um, Hank Aaron died. Oh yeah, and, uh, and Larry King. And Larry King died. When, when when did Larry King die? I know Hank. I Aaron think he died, died like today, yesterday. son. I think Larry King. Yeah, Larry Wait, King let died me, today. Larry King. Sheesh. I mean, bro, and it's so ironic because they both took the vaccine two weeks ago. Dude, no you way. Know, yeah, twenty third. It was today. Healthcare perspective. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No. Um, I don't know what to expect from a healthcare perspective. So here's the thing, and I love what I do. I love the company I work for, the group people. They care about humans, right? So that's where I'm like, you know what? I actually do love what I do. At the end of the day, I actually give a shit about these people. They're, they're good people. Um, but me as an individual, I, I'm not going to change how I think, right? So. Unless shit is tested, which this wasn't tested, you can't prove that this was tested on human beings and say that this is a logical reason for us to say, take this test and this is what the problem is going to solve everything. No, it's not going to fucking solve everything. We're not, we're not stupid. Don't, don't, don't tell me it's some stupid ass reason why you believe this is actually going to be the result of 
COVID-19. That's not true. They're hoping this is the result of COVID-19 and that this is shit. It actually works. They don't know that. Um, and I'm, I was the first person to say that. I told it to my mom. And she she got the vaccine. She got it all, like the full night. And I told her, I go, at the same time, I was like, Jane, I'm, I'm not going to take this shit until it's fully proven. Like, it just doesn't make sense. I'm your son. Like, understand why I'm not taking this. And she did. She got it. She gets it. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm not going to just put something in my body that hasn't been fully proven works. It's just logic. That's not that. <laughs> It's not being ignorant. It's just logic. And right now, we kind of proving that it don't fucking work because it's killing people. Like, literally killing people. They're just, they perfectly healthy people are dying. Someone like, you bring up Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron was my idol growing up. Him and my dad, those are the two people. I have two people hanging up in my room in Knoxville, Tennessee. And they are it. Those two people. People want to call me, you know, whatever they want. Hank Aaron. Man, that that motherfucker. He used to hang his hands reverse on a baseball bat. So that's how we hold it. That's how he hold it at one point. That's fucked up. That's wrong. But he still could do it. That's what encouraged me. That's just pure fucking gift like from God. That you can hit a baseball. He is literally the ultimate gift of baseball. And I love him for it. I, I, I could never be more proud to love a human being like him. He's not to mention he was an incredible baseball player, but he was a he was an incredible human. Right. He's too. a good person. One of my he friends good scholarship to college off of hate area, like. Just for having a fucking good GPA and playing baseball, he donated money to hella people, bro, in his foundation. Like, even people who didn't play baseball, he donated money to them, bro. I I think it was just him being a human being, though, too. He was just a good dude. Right. And that's what a lot of people miss. It's not what you do. It's how you take yourself and put it into reality, right? Like, me, myself – I'm not the best human being in the world. We all know that. Elgin, you know that. But I love you, bro. I don't know that yet. You could be. Uh, at the end of the day, like he I'll never forget. So my mom's best friend ended up meeting him one day at some random restaurant. Asked for his autograph, got the autograph. And he, at the end, at the end of the conversation, he said, "I hope you have a great day. Thank you for introducing yourself to myself." Kind of thing. That's what that's what it was. And so, for me as an individual who has always idolized Garen, I sit there, I look at him, and I put him on another pedestal. Right? He's one of those humans that is just he cares more than what you would average like a, a, a normal. Uh, you hear all the time about people that are just like, hi, I'm, you know, I'm Robert Downey Jr. Give me this. That's because I'm Robert Downey Jr. Right. That's not the case. That's not the case. Yeah. Wait, what can he give to you 
instead of what can he receive from you? What what can he exactly. instill in you just from a smile or just some kind words, like anything, anything he can give. Like he was a he was a good human and he loved people, mm-hmm. and that is hard to come about nowadays. Even with people that are not famous. Right. We got regular people being assholes now. So. We got regular people who think they famous and <laughs> think they better than everybody. Elgin, you live in Connecticut. You know what's <laughs> Real shit. We got assholes everywhere up here. You need Crazy. some. Let me know. I'll send some down to you. <laughs> we, yeah, we got enough down here, bro. You got to yeah. come take a visit out here, actually, bro. I rock to. You need to come down here. Come get it. Lit, bro. But yeah, we 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 gotta idolize the people that could that could reach the top of the mountain and still remember what the bottom is like, and still know how to just keep two feet on the regular old ground, bro. Cause you're not you're not above any of that. Like, like it, it's just silly. It's just silly how you know. And and I hope I hope we leave the world of the media one day where you know it's like oh if you get a spot on and. I don't even want to, uh, I didn't even mean to bring up Larry King, but Larry King was somebody who, if you got an interview with Larry King, that mean you was the shit. You was, you was the top of the top. And, and, and like there's certain accolades, like a Grammy or like certain things that happen in the media where like you, you make it to a certain point, you reach a certain milestone and now you're the guy that, you're the guy that did that. And you, and everything that you, the person you were back at home is gone, is gone. And, you know, I I just don't understand. It's like you almost it's like you almost never had a real personality. And when the and when the media gives you like this pedestal, you just you believe them when they say that you're the greatest and that you you are above other people. Um, It's it's crazy to me that people let that stuff get to them because, you know, how, how, how do you not have like how do you not remember like those are the most important parts of your life when you were nothing, right. technically nothing. You know, I don't even want to say it like that, but I mean, yeah. Like, how do you believe the lie that the um, that the media tells other people about you that you're some great god and stuff like that? How do you believe it? You should be up there saying, no, 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 I'm not that. It's like some I'm not that. Do, but some people get so attached to that, and they feel so good when people say that, and like they feel like they actually earn that to be on that pedestal yeah. with God and these greater people but you really didn't do shit honestly uh, there's not much you could honestly like we all still people bro yeah we all still humans jesus christ didn't get uh a he podium so he didn't he didn't get no awards that's, that's the jesus thing, christ bro. got killed for yeah, for being who be he humble, was man if, you, if you're not humble you're gonna lose it just as quick as you got it now, yeah, I, yeah you're 100 percent right because 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 you're not that guy my family came from nothing like, you know, and so I get it. I'm right there with you. Like, yo, we grew up in some small, hick ass town from South Doyle, Tennessee. Like, nothing, absolutely nothing. And, you know, my grandmama, she came for money. Like, that's fine. But, you know, my, my, my great uncle, I think, is, yeah. He's a bastard, but nonetheless, <laughs> he, uh, that some bitch, he literally gave away all the money of my family, right? So it was kind of fucked up. 
from the get go. But my dad, my you know my my dad the way he was, he he didn't even give a shit. Like from the get go, when we grew up, I, I literally it's just my mom, my dad, and myself, and that's it. That's all it was. We can't we came from nothing, and it's some small hick ass town. South Doyle, Tennessee. Like you don't sit there and look at South Doyle, Tennessee, and be like, "Oh yeah, no, they come from money." No, actually, never looked at it before. South Doyle, fucking ass. Heard of it? <laughs> you ever heard of South Doyle, Tennessee? Never. No, nobody has. Nobody South has. Doyle. Is there a my North mom, Doyle? My mom is a beast. I'll give her that. My mom is a beast. She's grown from nothing to something over time. And that was persuaded me to be the person I am is because of her. So I, I've come from a little something to, to a lot of something just because of my mom. And I'm proud of that. Damn well proud of that. And I love my mom for that. But I know what you mean. Like, individuals, especially, I think, um, something that's, uh, you know, very interrupted the whole election is individuals in the, you know, like, like, like LeBron James, anyone, anyone that has high influential, like, reflection on people. They, they create a perception, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that it, it works for them, but it works for the individual that's voting for someone, right? Exactly. Like, so he creates that perception for someone that it doesn't understand what's going on. That is my problem. So I, I, I know, I, wa I watched LeBron James actually grow up when he was in high school. I watched him play at one of our opposing high schools. So I know the kid's a beast, all right? I have all the respect for the man, all right? But at the end of the day, you as a man should not reflect how someone else should vote by saying X, X, and Y. Bruh, and I definitely agree with that. Bullshit. Because for, for anybody to say that one person is behind everything that's going on in our community and try to steer all our votes one way, somebody as influential as LeBron James mm -hmm. to try to get all the votes on one side, I don't think that's right. Because there's some dumbass people who are just looking for somebody to just tell them how to think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should all be. We all have different reasons to vote different ways. Like it's no one fucking way. And and I don't ever really know if your endorsement is genuine. I don't know if somebody paid you to say that or or what. I mean, like I, I just I don't like if if you if you're an influential person, you should be preaching about like go and learn. Don't don't take it from me. Go and right. research go it for yourself. Go look into the policies. Go look the, into who's the better option. May, maybe look. if you want, you could yeah, throw your just, own your own opinion on there, but don't say go vote for him because let's for example, <laughs> LeBron James fans and sports fans, they're not the most into politics type of people. Like and and even like gamers for example, you take you take a lot of different entertainment Honestly, anybody in entertainment, like your demographic is not like a a political, critical thinking right. group of people. Most of most of the it's time, people who if just want to have fun or look at something to get their mind off of that. Yeah, like that. That, that, that's go to that point of escape. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was just like, great. You know, I mean, I I don't know how to 
a word to use it, but you're taking your escape to create your future, right? You know? And then that's and that's how they manipulate people. They steer this fucking they create this shit in the media, then they get your leaders involved and they try to get you to tell your community to do this. And they try to get a big group of people to do one thing instead of letting them all think for themselves and see what's in, in the benefit of them actually behind the scenes away from the media yeah. and away from what people are fucking putting in their brain it's all corporatized it's just it's just like if you see a coke commercial the coca-cola commercial is not going to say do your own research and try to figure out if you should like coke more than other products no they say, say drink drink <laughs> coke look how fucking nasty fucking pepsi is <laughs> yeah. they put all this bullshit in it don't think about coke. it don't think about it buy this product and do it today that's how they get your fear fucking mechanism fucking riled up and now you're fucking jumping and doing shit that you're not supposed to do. <laughs> well, yeah. The one thing that really upset me about this election more than most, and I, I'm not a political man. Don't get me wrong. I'm not someone that sits there, reads every policy to the T, but what politics this year around was all emotional. That's all it was. Yep. It was nothing to do with policy. It had nothing to do with the people. It was strictly on the matter of, okay, can I can I make this person think my way based on the concept of I can piss him off? Yes. That's what I'm going to do. And that's exactly what Joe Biden did. And for someone... Sorry, I had to film it. Uh, for someone like me, who is very, I think, very... Very much to myself. I, I think exactly what I think, and that's it. Like, if, if someone wants to change my mind, give you your best shot. I, you know, pray to God that something happens. But that's just how it is, you know? Like, I'm not going to change my I come from a family of my dad owned a restaurant for 40 years in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's it. You know, for me, I'm done right there. You don't have to change anything in my mind. For me, I, I know that I want to think conservative because from a small family restaurant, yeah. had nothing for 40 years. I want to support, control anything I can do to help that restaurant, even now. So I, I don't own the restaurant anymore. We sold the restaurant. But I still want to mentally think and support and control that restaurant as much as I can. Exactly. Because I want them to be successful. And nobody should be trying to put a label on you because of the way that you feel about that. Yeah. Because everybody has their own reason for it. It matters that it still survives. Right. That's what matters to me. Because my family started that shit. So at the end of the day, when I'm sitting there and I see this restaurant successfully going forward, that's all that matters to me. Is I see them going. And then see, bro, I see the shit that you're saying the right now, bro, I wish that's what people would understand that it's really not shit that's separating us. The reason why you feel the way you feel is because of your family and where you come from and what's attached to your family line. And if people can understand that, it's not about black and white. It's not about this or that or this policy and that policy. It's about what you value in your life and that's your family and y'all family business. Like, mm -hmm. So if we can kind of put that more out there and get away from these fucking stories that's pinning us against each other, we can support each other and we can grow yeah. together, bro. Yeah, you, you know what I think? I think that is, 
you know, that's the funny thing about what the internet has done to us. And, you know, I would say the internet as well as the people who exploit the internet, like take Twitter, for example, Twitter is a cesspool of people from all across the country and all across the world, completely different people all engaging in the same thread of a conversation. So, of course, you're going to think way differently than me. You don't come from the same background as me. You don't agree with a damn thing I agree with. So how about I vote, you vote, and then may the may the largest vote win okay and and that's the best way that we've come across in western society to create a a government uh formed by the people if you can think of something better go ahead but that's the best way we could think of right now now the the what we're not supposed to be doing is engaging in this cesspool and trying our best to um change alter everyone alter yeah. everyone's vote so that every Everybody because because some no, of these not, yeah right, right. <laughs> some of these people who are arguing on on Twitter are not going to be content until a hundred percent of the voter base votes the same way. They're not going to be like if they're if there's why would there be a need for a vote if we all thought the same way? Exactly, and then and then what happens? <laughs> what happens when that two percent of people vote differently? Then the other eight ninety eight percent go after those people and pressure them to vote exactly because that's why like. You know what I mean? Like, just let people, if you want to talk about it, go ahead and talk about it. And that's all fine. But don't try to, like, like don't try to, like, don't, don't call somebody. It, yeah. don't, don't, don't manipulate it. Because Did for the most part. One of the, it wasn't an executive order, obviously. But CNN, Biden, they were sitting there just saying like, oh, we need to deprogram anyone that was a Trump supporter. Right. <laughs> they trying to label this group of people who voted for Trump as Trump supporters, like segregate them away from the whole rest of the world as if they're like some evil group of people that we need to the get devil. from being... <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say that there aren't some people who, in whatever Trump said, they would do. Or they, they weren't some bad people who were a Trump supporter. I'm not going to say that because there definitely was. But I'm not going to say every single Trump supporter was a bad person and they all need to be deprogrammed. And the, and the, the, shoe, and the shoe fits on the other yeah, way as the, well. It's, it's both sides. Because there's a lot of conservatives who, who actually like just will go so hard on, uh, like they find out that you vote. You vote Democrat and you must be one of those libtards. You must be one of those idiots right. who who want socialism and, and want the new world order the and all of this shit. You can't say every person who voted for Joe Biden is Antifa. You can't be like, they fucking need to be fucking Yeah, You can't treat every Trump supporter. Them to stop being yeah, so radical. Dude, like, cause, no, right, because at the end of the day, like he said, I'm probably just voting for Trump because I want my small business to thrive. That's it. Like, what if that's all you want? Then let that happen. And and people that vote for Joe Biden, maybe they just voted for that because they want to see black people do better, or they want to see uh, like misrepresented people be represented better. And they and they well, you come they from put a their faith. And you know, he's about to sign the executive order to get immigration. And yeah, they want to. You know, you know like, it's it's usually like little little dumb shit that people. It has nothing to do that, with you want to take over the world. And yeah, yeah, kill every race butcher. It's like, uh-huh. you know, like. <laughs> Yeah, that's really what it is, man. What's your fucking ideas to be listened to? You on mute? We can't hear you, bro. He said I'm muted. (laughs) So, 
One thing I wanted to bring up that was actually like a, a big thing for me. Um, so Ice Cube, right? Like, yeah. He says it how he sees it. And that's, I've always loved him for that. He says it how he sees it. I know he, he's probably not a conservative from a general standpoint, but this year he was. Right. So from a human being like myself, and I find this interesting, as far as executive orders go, for someone that really pushed for the African-American vote this year, right, Biden, specifically, he did not do anything to help inner cities in his initial in, in his initial executive I'm sitting there like, you were the most condescending motherfucker that I've ever met. Him, Kamala Harris, one, I want to point out, Kamala Harris has literally been one of the shittiest humans on the planet. All right? Yep. He's literally put more people, has incarcerated more human beings and kept them incarcerated longer than any senator known to man. Yep. All right? That's a cut for free labor, which is bullshit. How are you going to sit there and say you support your own color, yet you've kept them incarcerated longer just for free labor for your own state? And then Joe Biden was the one who signed the crime bill in 1990 that locked up half of the fucking black community. <laughs> and we went out there and voted for him because we were scared of Donald Trump. And also, I mean, let's. Probably, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Donald Trump did some of the best shit that we could do for black people. He's also a fucking dumbass asshole and can't fucking talk and fucking sounds like a fucking racist at times. But at the end of the day, his policies did help us like get a little further. You feel me? Like as far as the capitalism wise, helping us get our own fucking businesses, our own money and shit like that. But then, bro, at the same time, I don't trust neither one of them motherfuckers. That's why I'm not voting for nobody until they fucking. Give me a reason to vote. Real shit. I'm not about to let nobody tell me who to vote for. And that's just facts, bro. That makes sense. Yo, I'm right there with you. Like, Trump, he absolutely, he spits words. He really does. And, it, I, you know, he's good at it. And I, I understand why. He's, he doesn't have the political media about training. Money, right? He spit words to make money. If I was in his shoes, I'd do the same fucking thing. Yeah, I'm trying to make I'm trying to make a living at the same time as trying to be a president, right? But you know, at the end of the day, you're not wrong, Allison. We all say, hey, bro. I'd rather know who my enemy is than fucking have to guess because the person who's saying that they're helping me and saying they're doing all this shit for me is not doing a damn thing, bro. In actuality, and they just give me a bunch of fucking symbols. They fucking hiring black people as leaders in their cabinet that have no fucking authority to do shit. Then he's saying they're going to do shit in the first 30 days. And I look down the executive order list and I see shit for immigrants, for fucking LGBT, but I don't see a damn thing for black people. So what the fuck do you deserve my vote for? The immigrant thing, don't get me started. I think it's so wrong. All right. You want to know how funny yeah, the media yeah, is? This immigrant thing because a lot of immigrants voted for Biden, right? So you do that strictly so that like, you can cover your ass in the back end. Yep. All right. Makes sense. If you're a smart man, why are you worried about immigrants if they didn't have, if they couldn't vote? Was there some fraud with the immigrants? 
Did you work with immigrants to get more votes? Biden is not the most favorable human being on the planet to be voted for. So I do not believe that this election was voted for legally. I don't. I think there was some illegal fraud involved, in my opinion. There's always how, fraud in every election. That he beat Barack Obama in the African-American vote. I don't. I just don't. There's, there's no way. I'm sorry. No moron in history can truly believe and prove to me that he beat him in the African-American vote. There's That's just no way. That's crazy if that really happened. <laughs> yeah, what happened? 17% like, of I, believe, I do believe that Trump did actually get the most African-American votes of any white president of the world. And that's because he's the first president that actually went in, talked to African Americans and said, hey, what do you want? What do you need? What is necessary to be successful? Just because he doesn't go about it in a political way, he gets fucking scrutiny for it. You feel me? And like, they, I don't know. Um, he's a businessman. At the end of the day, he's a businessman. So when it comes down to he it, he's not going to sit there and bullshit with you. He wants to get the job done. Right. I don't think it doesn't matter if he likes him or not. At the end of the day, it matters if he does the job or not. It's not the person he is, but the person he's trying to become. Yep. All right. So for me as an individual, do I like him as a human? Do I think he's a good human being? No. He's a shithead. I know Trump's a dickhead. At the end of the day, I'm not. A, I'm not a moron. I, I, you know, it is what it is. But I do know. That at the end of the day, he actually did give a shit about human beings and made sure that they were successful. Because at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, you, myself, all of us, if, if we're not successful, he's not successful. That's what it comes down to. So for someone like us, right? So if we're not successful in the stock market, he's not. That's what matters to him. And so at the same time, I'm going to sit there and be like, you know what, mentally, all right, so if we, if we suck right now in the stock market and we're not doing well and, you know, the rest of the people aren't doing well, no one's doing well. So me and myself, I'm not doing well too. So how do I change that? We all have to be a part of it. That's the thing. We all have to be a part of it. Yeah. It's not just one person. It's you're not, you're not going to solve it with a vote. Little funny thing, though. Uh, the media is so funny, man. Um, I just wanted to point this out. In 2016, did you know Kamala Harris was California's first Indian American U.S. senator? And then in 2020, she was America's first female black vice president? That's crazy. In four years, she changed her race, man. And I just think it's, you know, I hate the, I hate it's the. based on what's going I hate on, the, what's popping at the moment. I hate the whole, like, hey, you know, let's, you know, just make. Let's just say that this is, you know, I don't know what she really is, but you can tell that they just changed the narrative based on what fits, man, and what gets people, what gets people excited, man. And that, that's what people wanted this year. They they wanted a black vice president, and I guess if she fits the bill, if she can, you know, kind of fit in, then she'll get it because, you know, they'll call her that anyway. I don't know what she is. She's probably all of it. She's probably in She probably has yeah, She probably has she, Indian, half black. It could be that. We all fucking Indian. Fuck. If Americans here before we got here, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we just 
like came from thin air. Like we all got some fucking native. Yeah, yeah, bitch, we came from somewhere. So, yeah. someone like her, she probably came from an Indian tribe. She probably came from, you know, an African American tribe out in fucking Africa. Who gives a shit? But bitch, if you're gonna identify as something, identify as the same yeah. goddamn thing. Right. Be the same person you chose to be. But people are not going to do that. They're only going to identify certain and, things when it benefits them. And, and, it, and it gets to the point where you have Elizabeth Warren telling people that she's Native American. And then they did a DNA test on it. Y'all know what I'm talking about? That's why Trump calls her Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Because she's like she zero point. She's like so zero point zero four percent. the same thing for all of us. We all have some... You probably have American. more Native American than you did Elizabeth Warren. She had 0.04, bro. That's so small. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an Italian Norwegian. If you had to put two Italian. together, there you go. An Italian or Norwegian. That's it. Those are the two mainland, right? After that, English, Irish, you name it. That's what it is. We're mutts. We're all mutts. That's what it is. Yeah. America is... We we are the place of opportunity, right? We come from opportunity. That's what our entire country is built on, opportunity. Yeah, not a religion or a race. To take that away from someone is, you know, disgraceful. But two, if you are going to claim you are one thing but not the other is bullshit. So, someone like Kamala Harris, who says that she's an Indian one year and says she's black another year, can kiss my fucking ass. All right, that's just how it is. All right, you are, you are one and you stop playing with these people, man. Right, and then and then she want to go to the fucking inauguration wearing all purple with fucking Converse on, trying to say like, yeah, I'm so hip and I I eat chicken wings with hot sauce and taking. Fucking pictures eating chicken wings. Hillary Clinton did that too. She was like, she went on a breakfast club and said that she kept hot sauce. You think of us? You think we just walk around wearing Converse eating chicken wings and hot sauce? Like that's the most. That's what it takes to get my vote, bro. That's what Hillary Clinton did. She went on breakfast club and said she keeps hot sauce in her purse. We know what she's doing. She don't do that. Then you're out. You're out. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. Good day. And then Kamala Harris smoked weed bef- with uh, listening to Snoop Dogg before Snoop Dogg ever got famous. Yep. <laughs> yeah, apparently. She, that's, she went on a breakfast club and said that she used to listen to Tupac and Snoop Dogg in the 80s. Them boys did not make a record until the 90s. Get out of here. And, and so that's been a whole like running joke between all the conservatives have been laughing at that since she said it like about a year ago. But she say anything, bro. Any, that, all of these politicians, that's what they do. I can never trust a woman that's... And I, you know, I actually told my mom this. It was mom. I, there are a lot of people I hate. I've never hated a bitch as much as I hated Kamala Harris. Her husband's white. She likes fucking white guys. So That's, oh, um, what's his name? So I, I, I've said this. I, I, told, I told Dave this uh, before. I, uh, so, you know, I'm um, uh, AOC. Yeah. That dumb She's dumber than a fucking rock. I mean, Dumb as a fucking rock. But she she makes the Democrat Party look way worse than they should look. She, AOC uh, AOC is the most radical leftist girl. They just you know MAGA as I finish. But this is how I am. You know, as a human being, I 
I've never hated someone more than Kamala and AOC. <laughs> they're, they're just terrible humans. They don't get it. They have a very set standard procedure that is not what, you know, we think, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we're just normal humans just trying to live out here, just trying to be normal guys. Yeah. But they want to make it so that we're the, the shittiest humans on the planet and that if, if we think the way that we think, then we should go to hell. That's kind of how they think. That's how they think, actually. I, I'm not going to shoot, yeah. so that's how they think. They, they, yeah, I don't know. Their, their little deep programming stuff is kind of weird. That's like, so it kind of, it kind of just reminds, it kind of just reminds that's you of like, yeah, bro. And, and honestly, and, and they know it's not going to end well. And I think that's what they want because the whole 2020, like, they, they were able to politicize the violence in 2020 so much to their own benefit and they and the billionaires made so much money this year off of it um that whole show that they ran for a year they don't want it to end and they know that if they push forward with this you know trump deprogramming shit that people are going to fight back and it's going to be more violence it's going to be more you know hatred between people and it's going to be more examples that they can make this it's going to be crazy yeah it's going to be more politicizing and it's going to be more just you know because when everybody gets along there is no political at at least in the way that these people think when everybody's getting along there is no need for politics these political leaders don't have anything to run on when there's nobody to hate and in the 2000s it was iran it was iraq we hated them. They hated us, and that's how they—that's how they used nine uh, eleven and the Patriot Act to, to take away our rights. And you know that ended up being you know the whole uh, NSA uh, fucking Edward Snowden had leaked all those documents on the Patriot Act and how they used that political agenda to get into our phones and our computers without asking. Um, and they're gonna do it decade after decade, man. They're gonna create a situation they're going to make at least half of the country hate something and then use that group of people to go vote for this person or go this way and do this and and you know benefit the party who's pushing for the solution they create the problem and then offer the solution they do it every single time you know it's incredible how manipulative politics are and and you and you can't blame the people. Like you can you can kind of tell you can kind of tell people the truth and and try to get them to calm down. But when you're sitting here showing us videos of people dying, when you're showing us like the most gruesome shit, when you're putting um aborted babies on on Twitter and and we're watching those videos, when when, when you, you go on the TV, in 2020. yeah. The number the number is alarming, but you know they put these videos out of I saw this horrible video of these doctors playing with them like dolls, the little aborted babies, and it's so sickening that how could you not vote against it? And the, and you know that they use those videos. Same thing like George Floyd, horrific video that they politicize. And any nine eleven horrific video. They politicize it. They put these things to trigger you to get your, and you can't help it. I mean, you're just a human. Like you're you're born like this. You're gonna feel that way. You're gonna look at those things and and wanna cry and wanna do something about it in that moment. And then the only option that they give you to do about it is vote for us. And that's not true. 
Well, can I can I enlighten you a little bit? Actually, on George Floyd. So, George Floyd, I actually uh, heard was on drugs and was actually he, so. Before I know the, the whole thing is terrible. I, you know, any human death is, is bad. You don't want anyone to die. At the end of the day, but the man also was on drugs. He purposely was you know he couldn't breathe before the cop put his you know his knee on his neck and you know i i at the end of the day i i don't put it full on the man i don't put it on the cop at all i put it on george i put it on him i, I it, it's all the above mm -hmm. yeah in the same way that i'll, that I'll sit there man, if you were a man and we as human beings I would not sit there, be on drugs and sit there and just yell at a cop, do this, blah, blah, blah. I, I wouldn't do that. You know, that's, that's just me. You know, I, I'm not going to do the wrong thing and justify it as a right because I was on drugs. I did the wrong thing. He did the wrong thing. And I wish he hadn't. All right. It would cause a lot less problems. Throughout all of this shit, the election has been different. Do you think if you were on drugs, do you think if you were on drugs and you were yelling at a cop, that cop would have kept his knee on your neck for nine minutes? Well, I, you know, I, I hope he did. Do you he think he would? Yes or no? That would have been the best thing for me. Do you think so? Do you think he would do it? I don't know. I've never been in that situation. I've never created that situation for myself. It's just, it's just. Totally fabricated. What you what you think would happen? I'm not going to put it from a black and white perspective. I'm going to put it from a perspective of myself, which is I never would put myself in that situation. Which is, Elgin, you know me. I I, I put myself to high standard. I, I'm not going to allow myself to be put in that situation. To where a human can put his. This is just total total. Total honesty. I'm not. I'm not being judgmental at all. I totally. I totally understand what you're saying. But at the same time, do you think he would have did the same thing if he was white? Again, I don't know. I, I I can't truly answer that question because I would never put myself in that situation. The guess would be no. But you know the 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 point the point that I want to make with that whole situation is what we should do is look at that video. And if that video is going to be a political movement, it's going to be, hey, stop doing drugs. Stop um, being belligerent. Also, if you're a cop, don't brutalize people. All of these lessons should be tied into that video all at the same time. It should not be one or the other. It's not either George Floyd's fault or the cop's fault. Right. It's both at a fault. They both were doing something that they shouldn't have been doing and ended up in a situation that is horrific. Right. You're 100% right. Is it wasn't just a white cop there. Right. Several cops. You know, and to judge one man on his basis is easy, right? It's easy to do it. Oh, white cop. There we go. He's the guy. Put him through it. That's the motherfucker that put his knee on it, uh, on George Floyd's. Neck. Okay, there we go. He's our guy. 
No, that's not the case. What about the three other sons of bitches over there? <laughs> just stand there fucking watching. Yeah, dude. Like, come on. You can't just grab someone and say, hey, hey. It hey, makes no. sense. Don't get me wrong. If I'm someone that's trying to politicize someone, I'd totally pin to some bitch in a heartbeat. I'd be like, you're, you're done. Like, I got your ass. You stupid motherfucker. You did this. <laughs> you're done. But the other two or three sons of bitches over there, they also did the same fucking thing. They sat there and watched it. So, I can't justify one thing on one man when two to three other human beings were there and watched it and justifiably watched it happen. So, at the end of the day, I don't fully blame the man that did it. I do wish it happened a different way. Yeah, because he said he knew, like, he was, he the motherfucker was choking before it happened. Like, Drew Floyd blatantly said before he was getting choked out that he couldn't breathe. So, dumbass, don't put your fucking knee on his goddamn chest <laughs> to make sure he couldn't breathe. Like, that's also, just logic. That's my yeah. opinion, but I'm, I think a little bit differently than most people. Derek Chauvin isn't, he, he isn't to be looked at like an evil person because he was white and because he was cop, but he should be looked at in a different light because he has plenty of complaints. He has plenty. He had a very bad criminal cop record before that. So I'm to assume, and also he, I think he knew George Floyd. I think there was a story about that, that they had a past. So I think more than anything, this is a bad cop who might have had something against George Floyd from the beginning. Because you got to understand, he had, he had like these policemen... complaints on him and stuff. Man. Yeah, these policemen know the yeah. guys in the in the area. They know who they don't like. You yeah. know, um, I had a stepdad who was a cop, and he would tell what me... Did you say, Ryan? I didn't know he actually... Did he actually... Yeah, he knew. He knew. They, they, had, they had some history of working at a nightclub together. It was something like that. used to work with security at the same time. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And that makes sense. Uh, Floyd was like six five or something like that. He was probably bouncer or something. I didn't um, know. Yeah. But we don't we don't talk about that stuff. It was probably a personal issue more than anything else. He probably hated the guy's guts for a long time. Yeah, I handle my personal issues like, damn. If you don't fuck with me and my family, you dead. Like that's just that's how it is. That's how it is. So like, I feel like. I feel like, bro, if you're George Floyd's family and you knew that this guy knew your father before he choked him out, then there's no reason why you should feel like that he had any right to do that. He shouldn't have been the one detaining him if that's the case, if he had some yeah. personal motives to hurt him. There's a lot of cases. You- if he were to put, Elton, if he put his being on your neck, right, and you're my family, right? So at the end of the day, for me, my job as an individual is to take him out. This is how I think. It's how I process things. Right. So, right. motherfucker's dead. Right. That's how I work. It's, it's not white or black with me. It's, it's family. So, people don't get that. And a lot of people don't understand me for that concept. Like, someone asked me what, like, what would happen if this man killed your mother? I'd be like, what do you mean if they kill my brother? I'd kill that motherfucker. He's dead. Like right. flat out. Black and white with me. You have one rule with me. You don't fuck with my family. That's how it is with me. 
Right. Don't fuck with my family. And I just so they fuck with you, they're gone. You're done. It's flat out. Shit happens. You know? I don't care if I go to jail. I don't care if they catch me. I don't care if anything. They, they're done. So that's how I process things. Because the same way, if it's some random dude on the street and I see him getting arrested by the cops, I'm not about to stop my car and just go be like, bro, like, what, why are you arresting this man? I don't know him. Like, yeah. that has zero to do with me. What if I but if there were people brother? in the scene who knew George Floyd and they just sitting there recording the shit, that, yeah. but you can't go in there and try to stop the shit, even if you do get your ass beat by the police. I mean, bro, if somebody else is recording... They gonna show that video of you trying to save this man's life, and you are gonna be out of jail, bro. You're not gonna get charged. Y'all can't just you can't yeah. just sit there and allow this shit. Yeah, to they they hooped and hollered about the yeah. uh, about the don't, cops don't that sit on the side. Don't about if you ain't gonna do shit when this shit happened. Damn right. That's the thing. That's the thing. People protest, but no one actually do shit about it. Because they feel safe in a crowd. That's what bugs me. I think the most is that people will say. Oh no, let's protest everything, but they don't actually give a shit. They don't. And if anyone says they do, they're a fucking liar. Like, you have to care about someone before you can actually sit there and protest and believe in someone. Right? That's the truth. But at the same time, the only disagreement I have with y'all is that I believe that the cop was completely wrong for what he did, like 100% his fault. No, I agree with that. I mean, George Floyd was committing a crime, yeah, but he didn't deserve to die. Yes. Yeah, no, eight eight minutes on somebody's neck makes no sense at all. You have to hate that person. I don't know why he hated him, but he hated him, and he did something wrong to him. That, that killed that man. That, in my heart, if he fucked you up, I would have fucking buried his ass. Right. Hey, look, if if you. If you OD, I care about my family. My family is everything to me, right? After I lost my dad, I have nothing but family. So, someone like you, Dave, Jules, anyone, there's nothing else in my heart. That's all I have. We're done. That's how it is. That's how I believe. That's what I think. I know it's probably wrong, and most people would think is an improper way to approach life. No, that's man. how I believe. Bro, that's that's how life was started, man. When, when we were first on this earth, on this land, it wasn't about fucking the whole group. It was about your village. How can you protect your village and your family? There was there wasn't a fucking global law. There wasn't a law of the land. It was just I have to eat tomorrow. I gotta go out and hunt. Get that for my family. If somebody fucks with my family on the way there, I have to kill them and I have to get back home. <laughs> That's how this shit worked. Oh, and uh, it was like that. It was like that for hundreds of thousands right. of years. So <laughs> if you think that it that isn't instilled in our genetics, you're crazy. You two, uh, we are seventeen. We're about two hundred years, two hundred and some change years into this new america experiment thing that we started back in 1776 Mm -hmm. um we don't carry all the same virtues that everybody you know carries we come from a a species of savages we come from a species of hard-working hunter-gatherers who 
just lived in villages and did what they had to do to survive. You have to understand that these instincts are a part of you. They're part of your biology. And it's going to show its ugly head if you you ruffle it. If you if you hit the hornet's nest, guess what happens? You don't you can't talk to the hornets. You can't ask them to not come out. You fuck with the nest. I'll tell you that. What do you say? Something else. Somebody, what'd you say? I said I ain't the prettiest. I ain't the prettiest son bitch you ever see. I'll tell you that. I don't think so. Oh, I, mean, I think you're pretty cute. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, I think you're pretty <laughs> but nah, bro. I know you gotta get to your party, bro. So no, I mean, I that's it. We done did the whole podcast. I'm having fun right now. This is yeah. yeah. This shit was good. We're gonna do it again. Now. We're gonna get you another one. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely what you would call it. Yeah, bro. I love, bro. I love talking about all this shit, bro. Like, just opening your mind here. Everybody else think, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with that, bro. Ain't nothing wrong. Well, nah, I appreciate you having me on tonight, man. It's, we appreciate you coming, bro. You know I love you to death. I know that, bro. Now, for me. Um, like I said, I, I have brothers in this world. Ames played baseball with me as a brother. So, right. Elgin's my brother. Always, baby. Anyone who has to change that, they're going to meet the rap, you know? They're going to catch a redneck rap. How you doing, man? Hey, <laughs> so, you want to say the close out, bro? Hey, you know, I, like I said, I appreciate you having me on here. Um you will do a good thing. I love watching you guys. You're fun to watch. So keep doing what you're doing. Um, anyone watching, I hope you guys uh, listen to these guys. They're smart boys. Hey, uh, they know what's going on. They're, they're not oblivious to the world. So listen, have fun, love life, and enjoy it. Yes, sir. And bang bus. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Have a good one, bro. Be good, all right? Later. All right, let it. It's gone. All right. I hope y'all enjoyed that, man. I wasn't expecting him to be on here for an hour, but, you know, shit, why he don't live over here, bro? He got a lot of, he, he talk about all the same shit as us, bro. We need more motherfuckers like that. Uh, But yeah, that was, that was a great conversation we had with, with the dude, man. Um. Uh, very level-headed guy. Very passionate about his family, I would say. <laughs> he he made sure to tell us over and over again that if you fuck with one of his, he gonna fuck with one of yours. And I agree with that too. That's awesome. I like his uh, I like his attitude. Um, and let's plug his. What is he? Who is he affiliated with? He's a uh, healthcare. I believe it's called uh, the Resource Group. I believe. Okay. I got. I got. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put something up on the uh, on the video to plug whatever he got going on. I wanna. Yeah, we gonna, I'm gonna get his body on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, video. just hand me that. I'll put it right here on the video or down in the description or something like that. Y'all know where to look for it. All right, now we're gonna have to wait for that to yeah do that. Yeah, that's good, bro. Anything right. else you want to talk about? Like, uh, yeah, I had I had some bullshit in case we ran into a wall, but yeah. I guess we don't need it now. Yeah, we we about an hour and twenty right in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I hope we Shit. talked y'all head off enough, man. So we're not gonna hold y'all too much longer. Um, 
Thank y'all for tuning in to Joe Central episode 24. Uh, this is Elgin. I'm Jacob. Um, remember to meditate. We got a video up. Go watch it. Yep, go watch that meditation Elgin te- video. Elgin teaches you how to meditate. Go ahead and tap in on the YouTube page. Just go ahead and watch it. A little step-by-step guide, some apps you can use. Get off the computer. Stop scrolling. You, you, hey, every once in a while, just look how fast you're scrolling on your on your phone. Are you even watching what the hell you... Bro, sometimes people watch me scroll through my phone and I'm doing I'm doing this. I'm going so fucking fast. Right. I'm like, what am I doing, like, bro? Are you even yeah, literally, you gotta you gotta understand. You probably should be hitting the brakes, but you're flooring it. So just relax and have a great day. That's Joe Central. Uh, what do I always say at the end? Love y'all. Bye-bye. Love y'all, man. Bye-bye.